everyone. I'm Mo. And I'm Katie. And this is the, the Mo, Mo and Katie, Katie Show. We are two friends from two different worlds. Coming together in harmony for one podcast, celebrating gratitude, humor, and positivity. We are random, ridiculous, and have been taking humor seriously since 2018. Each week, we'll share two positive news stories from around the world, a quirky fact, the day's weird holiday, a shared experience, and maybe even play a game. All while punning the crap out of each other. Mo, you can't say that. Fine. It's the, the Mo, Mo and Katie, Katie Show. Gratitude. Humor. Positivity. Hey, everyone. I'm Mo. And I'm Katie, and this is the, the Mo, Mo and, and Katie, Katie Show. Thanks for jumping on today. Ooh, what you what you got going on over there, little Mo? Stevie Wonder jam? Ah, I love Stevie Wonder. It's my jam. Good beat. It is. Hmm. Seems like this is a little precursor of something we may be talking about later today. Yes, musicians. <laughs> People who play the piano well. Writings on the wall. That's okay. good stuff. Yeah, sorry. that's good stuff. Anyway, yeah, that is um happy. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. <clears throat> how, how many Friday the 13th happen each year? I think there's always at least one. I would, I would guess there would be at least two. I don't know. Hmm. I think there's always at least one. And sometimes it just depends on how the... Um, how everything falls. Lunar cycle. And it depends on the strength of the yen. Yes. And... How yeah. hot you like your French fries yeah. and all that. So. <laughs> or how hot you like your bowl of rice, if we're going to stick with the yen theme. <laughs> well, we're really glad that you tuned in today on this beautiful November day. Hope that you're enjoying your November so far and finding some some nice fall things to do as the weather's been changing, getting a little cooler. Not here. It's been 70 degrees. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, but at night it's nice. Yeah, it's like 68 degrees. It's good fire pit weather. Yes. Good to wear a hoodie, all that stuff. Yeah, hopefully some of you saw our, our um, we had a little survey that we did mm-hmm. uh, regarding marshmallows over the fire. Yes, we need to know how you like your roasted marshmallows. Flaming or lightly browned? There's there's only two schools, really. Yeah. There's no in between. I don't think there can be. Uh, yeah. and Because I, the only thing, well, raw. Right. Well, that's that's an option. Right. That's the only an thing on the way to flaming is lightly roasted. <laughs> so, and I um, I did brag a little when Mo and I sat around the fire and told her that I'm particularly good at roasting marshmallows. And did I did I follow through or did I disappoint? You did, and I I know you didn't disappoint, but okay. you did hurt my feelings at the beginning because well, I was that? in typical Mo fashion. I was trying to. To be helpful. And I said, hey, it looks like that you're like, I've got this. <laughs> it's like, wow, okay. So do you, you want to know what the key is? And it's, it's a very, I'm going to tell you anyway. It's I a know. very delicate balance because you have to keep turning it. You can't let it catch on fire. And when the marshmallow starts to actually slide around on the roasting stick is when it's really done because that means that the middle is melted. And if not, then you have this big glob in the middle that's unmelted. But you can't drop the marshmallow in the fire. Oh, really? It's that's, a delicate thank, balance. Thank you. You had to be a master. To do, wow. You don't have to be an expert to know that, folks. Once it's in the fire, it is sacrificed to the s'more gods, and you don't get to have your marshmallow. And you don't get to have any s'more. No, no s'more. <laughs> no s'more for you. Well, there's definitely a lot going on in the world but we want to share some things that are filled with gratitude 
humor, and positivity. So, Mo, tell them what's going on in the world. Gratitude, humor, positivity, and rescue animals. Oh, we oh, we, we tend to do a lot of animal stories, don't yeah, we? Yeah. yeah, we like the rescues. All right. So, yeah, Jamie Wallace Griner and her husband mm-hmm. own a, um, they bought an old ranch in Leander, Texas, which is near Austin. And they have an autistic son, and it was, um, Jamie was actually watching her son and his service dog, mm-hmm. and kind of how they bonded, and actually the dog gave her son confidence and strength, and kind of just protected him from his fears, and it's like the dog understood him. Oh, that's awesome. So they started this um, animal sanctuary, and it's called Safe in Austin, and the Aww. mission is to rescue animals from se- severe abuse or neglect, Ugh. rehabilitate, and rehome the ones that are able and offer a safe and loving forever home for the rest. Ugh. And it's kind of cool, because they said once the rescues are healthy enough and they've earned their trust... Um, they introduce the rescues to children who come from similar backgrounds. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So right now they have 20 dogs, 14 cats, 8 <sighs> horses, 32 goats, 4 rabbits, 3 tortoises, 1 parrot, 4 turkeys, <laughs> a number on. of chickens, 18 pigs, and 4 cows. Ooh. But I'm providing the sound effects in case you didn't notice that. I, I did. That's why I'm going <laughs> to delete them out later. This was, I thought, a great quote um, from Jamie. We don't care about the choices you made in the past, what you look like. Who you love or what you eat. We concentrate on no judgment at all. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So anyway, safe in Austin. and uh, That's awesome. Jamie and her hubby on their ranch in mm. Leander, Texas. I love that. Yeah. I have a very soft spot in my heart for rescue dogs. But one of our uh, dogs is a rescue, our dog Bo. And we actually just had his gotcha anniversary. We've had him for five years now. Oh, and I, um, I just remember walking down that, you know, walking down that road cages and seeing him and um you know wonder what his story is he was a stray and then just bringing him home yeah, yeah i love that awesome. dog he's got my heart but yeah. well i want to tell you a story about a very thoughtful and generous teenager okay which you know teenagers get a little bit of a bad rap sometimes so yeah. this might be encouraging to somebody out there um Brittany reed in waynesville ohio had a very busy day she is a a uh, busy mom with little children. She's and- a teenager? No, no, no. I'm getting to that part. Oh, well. <laughs> Didn't draw those parallels very Sorry, well. Sorry, Brittany. <laughs> so, Brittany Reed, um, busy mom with young children. She's she's running around doing errands. She takes her kids and gets them food at McDonald's, makes her order, goes through the drive through When she gets to the window, she realizes that she left her purse at home. Oh. And she was just, right away, she... Um, she looked at the young man who was waiting on her in the window, and she said, I am so sorry, but I'm going to have to cancel my order. I left my purse at home. Um, and he didn't even hesitate. This young, young man's name is uh, Wyatt, and he didn't even hesitate. He grabbed his own wallet out of his, out of his pocket and swiped his card, and, and he said that you know he, he had her food. He was going to take care of it. Nice. She was so moved that she shared a Facebook post about this young man, and she found out that he was working at McDonald's to save up to buy a car. So she started a GoFundMe page for him and raised $32,000 for him to buy a car just from that one act of kindness. Wow. And um, Wyatt was really blown away. Um, he, you know, they, they said that kindness really does matter and really does make a difference. That's really, really cool. Yeah, I thought that was really, really, again, it doesn't take much sometimes. Yeah, yeah. A small gesture can go a really long way. That's so. cool. All right. Mo, I know you are just dying to know what my quirky fact is today. That will probably be the death you of me. You live for my quirky <laughs> fact. Well, that's your quirky fact. Uh, so let me ask you this, Mo. Around your house, 
Are you, do you like to keep and collect things or are you more of a minimalist? Do you like, do you keep things and hang on to them or do you tend to get rid of them? Yes. <laughs> I would like to, I don't want to be a minimalist, but I would like to not keep as many things as I keep. Yes. So, do you have sentimental attachment to things? I do, things? a lot. I do too. Yeah. That's the problem. I'm getting better as I get older. But. Yeah. Just losing your sentiment? I just, I don't care anymore. <laughs> no. Apathy has set in. Well, I just get, um, you know, you get tired of having so much stuff, I yeah. think. The average U.S. household has 300,000 things in it. Oh. Objects in it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Some more than others, I would imagine. But the average Who number. Who's going around their house counting this stuff? Like, <laughs> yeah, next door, they've got uh, 254,000. <laughs> well, then I wonder, like, what do you count individually? Like, would I, would I count all of my bobby pins as one item, or would I count them all as separate items? Well, I tell you what, if I counted all my bobby pins, <laughs> You'd have you're in the zero. wrong house. <laughs> like Cheerios, do you count each Cheerio, or does it just count well, as a box? get carried away, because you know you're talking about Captain Crunch and not Cheerios. <laughs> you, you would need something healthy as Cheerios. <laughs> you can't be cereal. Um, but <sighs> the, I'm going to be a cereal killer here, so. <laughs> So the average U.S. household has 300,000 things in it. Yikes. I thought that was really, really interesting. So that's a quirky fact. And I like the uh, what's going on in the world that you did. Yes. Because today, 13 November, Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. is World Kindness Day. Aw, Isn't see? that perfect? We're on theme. Yes. It's also Sadie Hawkins Day. Is have you, it? Have you heard of Sadie Hawkins? I have heard of Sadie Hawkins. So what's the Sadie Hawkins dance? Sadie Hawkins dance, which makes me think of a Switchfoot song, Sadie Hawkins dance in no, my no, khaki no. pants. <laughs> okay. Um, Sadie Hawkins is when uh, a girl typically asks a guy out versus the guy asking the girl right. out. And do you know how it started? I don't. I don't know who Sadie Hawkins is. So Sadie Hawkins is the daughter of a character in the Little Abner comics. Really? Yep. I didn't know and that. And so uh, basically, um, the father <laughs> created a day where Sadie could chase eligible bachelors in town <laughs> in order to find a husband. Because, this is my favorite part. Okay. At the time, women who asked men out were considered too forward and of low morals. Were they hussies? Can we call them hussies? I don't think we can call them hussies. Okay. But I think you I apologize. <laughs> but I was thinking, you know, because at the time, women who asked men out were considered too forward and of low morals. Mm. Or maybe... Not gay. <laughs> that's all I got. I figured that's where we were headed. <laughs> well, you know. So it's. I didn't realize that it was an actual day. I thought that like schools would just hold a Sadie Hawkins dance, but I didn't realize it was yeah. an actual day. Yeah, Interesting. I, just, I didn't either. I didn't. Knew, I knew about huh. the Sadie Hawkins dance, but yeah, 13 November. Okay. Well, happy so, Sadie Hawkins. Ladies, day. ask out a boy. That's right. Ask out two or three. Wait, oh, sorry, or or a man, probably. You know. <laughs> 18. Let's look for 18 and then, um, well, please talk. We have standards. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to, um, this is the part where we like to talk about a shared experience, which is an experience we share, in case you didn't know what that was. And something we have in common that all the rest of you have in common is that we each have a mom. Mommy. Yay. So shout out to our moms. Mom. May and Sandy. Yay. And... Uh, I would say that we definitely have learned, you know, what our mothers taught us growing up has shaped who we are in a lot of ways. So we're going to uh, do a little shared experience today called Mom Says. And this always makes me think of the Brady Bunch quote, 
mom always said, don't play ball in the house. (laughs) Throw the football and break the vase or whatever. But I thought it would be fun for us to share back and forth. What are some of the things that your mom would always say when you were growing up and that maybe you, you know, you still hold as a belief or a value because your mom said it? Well, so yeah, I've... Oh, sorry. I was gonna. Was you no, asking me? Okay, go right ahead. So my my mom. One of the things she always did was, no matter what I did, mm-hmm. if it was something I shouldn't have done, yes. she would always start with, "I knew a girl who looked just like you, <laughs> did the exact same thing, and she died." Oh my gosh! I'm like, that's funny. I'm like, mom, I, I ran a yellow light. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I knew a girl. She looked just, just like, you. like you. Did the same thing. And she died. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So yeah, my, pretty much my mom says anything I do that's bad or wrong or illegal. Someone just like you. She knows someone. That is just so like funny. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing my mom says. Very okay. So um, I actually have referenced something my mom had said before when we were talking about, we're talking about trick-or-treating or something. I don't remember. Somehow carnival rides came up. And I said, my mom would never let us ride carnival rides because she would always say, I don't trust something that they can set up in one day in a parking lot. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Um, Well, my mom actually knew a girl who looked looked just just like like, you. No, just like you. (laughs) Went to a carnival in the parking lot and died. Died. (laughs) Something that I learned from my mom that was very valuable. um, I grew up in a family of musicians. We were all musicians and performers. And something my mom would always tell us is there's always someone better. And I know that sounds like it's like crushing your dreams, but she really told us that so that we didn't get too full of ourselves or get too big of a head. Like, look, I know you think you're good. You may be the best person, you know, in this group of people or whatever, but there's always somebody out there who's better. Wow. And I felt like it really kept me as a performer grounded and kept perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yep, there's always someone better who looks just like you and and died. (laughs) Yeah, what's another thing that your mom always said or did? So, my mom was always a little bit of a realist. Okay. Um, I don't know realist is the the right word, but like, I started drinking coffee when I was 12, <laughs> only because it was the only time my mom would sit still, like Aww, as if we had a cup of coffee. And that's so cool. um, I would just sit and we would sit at the dining room table and we would just have a cup of coffee. Like we wouldn't get very far. Like my mom would have like maybe half a cup and then yeah. because she knew someone who looked like her and died, <laughs> um, she wouldn't finish her coffee. <laughs> but, but I remember just sitting there and just, I just remember thinking what a nice moment, mm-hmm. you know, this, this woman and her beautiful daughter are having, you know, and um, my mom looked at me and she goes, why don't you wash the floor? I'm like, what? <laughs> she goes, go wash the floor. And I'm like, but we're having a cup of, she no, nah, just wash the floor. So I got a bucket and a mop and I sat down and I got on my hands and knees and I was washing the floor and I started singing Someday My Prince Will Come. <laughs> and uh, she goes, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm just waiting for my prince to come. She goes, what do you mean? I said, my real mom is a fairy princess, oh, beautiful godmother, wow. you know, and then she says, well... Until she gets here, keep washing the floor. <laughs> so, after that, I'm guessing your fictional real mom never showed up, and you she did not. The yeah, floor. Well, and I did an ancestry uh, dot com. <laughs> She's looks, definitely your mom. Looks like I am half Asian. <laughs> anyway, but so my mom would always. Um, she would always say that she was my fairy princess godmother. Oh, like that's she would sign so birthday cute. cards. And, oh, that's so yeah, sweet. She would sign it, your fairy princess godmother. Oh, that's so cute. I still have to wash the floor. Oh, you better get in there and wash the floor. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> well, I knew a girl who didn't. And... So speaking of washing, 
one thing in my family we were not allowed to do, and I'm not sure why this was, but it, I, I still struggle with this as an adult. We were not allowed to run the clothes washer and dryer at the same time. Power draw? I guess. Is that <laughs> but, like flushing the toilet while someone's in the shower? <laughs> Flushing! <laughs> but yeah, we were never, it must have been, I don't know, something with something with our household in particular, but I still, to this day, I do run the washer and dryer at the same time, but there's a little bit of, you know, a little part of me dies every time I do. <laughs> don't do a lot of laundry, do you? Uh, yeah, well, well, I don't have that, I mean, we've got to get the laundry down and out of there because we have a lot of laundry, so. Okay. Yeah, so don't run the washer and dryer at the same time. Yeah. That's what I learned, yet What, do, what I does do. your mom say? We want to know what your mom yeah. says. We need some mom says moments. We need some mom says moments. And and we're hoping maybe they are things we can adapt to our own lives. Yes. So uh, another thing my mom taught me is there's no reason to pay full price for things. If you do that enough. explains a lot. <laughs> I am definitely on the frugal side of things, and I get that from my mom. But man, can that woman find a bargain. Oh, she's always she's always she calling. May able, she may be able to find them, but you are always able to tell me about them. <laughs> Everything Katie does, like like I'm like, oh, that's a really pretty watch. You like, I got it on sale at Brad Steele's. Like, <laughs> everything's oh, a cool Brad's shirt. Steel. Yeah, I got it at Kohl's. It was two dollars. <laughs> like, oh, that's a really cool hairband. Yeah, I got it at Rite Aid. They paid me to take it. <laughs> And my mom will still do that. She'll be like, I got it. I got this cardigan and it was $70 and I waited and I went back and then it was, then it was $30 and then I waited and I went back and then I got it for five bucks. <laughs> She's always still telling me stories. And there's something magical about her. When you go shopping with her, you find the bargains too. So there's a there's Ooh. this special fairy dust bargain thing that she has. That's fairy. So that's on. appropriate for Friday the thirteenth. It's good stuff. Yeah. Well, your fairy godmother and my fairy godmother. So. Yes, mine doesn't save me money. Mine just <laughs> makes me. Mine uh, somehow gets clean floors because of me. <laughs> well, it worked. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anything else that your mom said that influenced you? No, I, I'd, I'd say more, but she knew a girl looked like me. Died. <laughs> Well, the the final thing for me that my mom taught us that I really appreciated was to be respectful. Um, oh, forget that. <laughs> but to be respectful of adults and our, you know, teachers and Sandy. What are you teaching your girls? <laughs> my goodness. And actually, I had an incident in high school where there was this teacher, and he was kind of one of these buddy-buddy teachers. He liked the kids to kind of be on his level. And he purposely was, like, egging me on and making me mad. And I very disrespectfully said to... I can't believe I'm going to say this Uh-oh. for posterity. Love to get the bleepers? I told him to shut up. Well, I went home that day, and I was upset because I had been egged on. I felt it was not my fault. And I told my mom, and she about throttled me. And she's like, you are going to write an apology note, and you are going to take it to school and put it in his teacher mailbox. And you that is unexpected. It, it was wrong. I shouldn't have done it. But just respect was a huge thing. Are you still thing. in touch with this guy? No, I'm not. All right. Do you want to say his name? Mr. No. Mr. Ward. Oh, that's generic. <laughs> name so yeah wow. so but just i do Is it montgomery I, I do no not montgomery ward. the name's ward montgomery ward. montgomery ward but i just do appreciate just the respect for people respect um you know it's not hard to have manners and be respectful so yeah, yeah. Good apparently stuff. i was not though yeah it was well, not, one time it was Come not on. good <laughs> so yeah definitely tell us what did your, your mom, what has she always said? Tell us your mom says. Tell us your mom says moments, and we want to learn from them as well. 
Mm-hmm. So since today is Friday the 13th. It is. And we've talked about rituals and superstitions, but I thought we mm-hmm. could talk about maybe the, not the etymology, but the origins okay. of some maybe well-known. Okay. Um, awesome. Like superstitions. Okay. Like what do you the have? stuff you're not supposed to do. Yeah. Like we just talked about our moms, and so obviously you don't step on a crack. No. Yeah. No. Heavens no. Do you know where that, I don't know where that came from. Do I you? don't know. That would that, that is not one that I I don't either. Researched. So don't step on a crack. We don't know why. Just, just don't, don't do it. Break your mom's <laughs> just back. Just don't do it. So what? What is a what's a superstition that you found the the rabbit's origin? foot? Ooh! Did you know? Like I used to have a hmm. keychain that was like a little I like, did too. like pink or a that lime. That must have been green. like a late seventies, early eighties thing because I yeah. had one too. Yeah, but which is gross when you really think about it. I know, and it's not good luck for the rabbit. <laughs> So, but it was actually, um, it actually started out as a hare's foot, and I didn't realize that the hmm. the hair is longer than the rabbit. Long, the not hair longer is nope. longer than the rabbit. <laughs> the rabbit hair. Does the rabbit need a haircut? Just his foot. <laughs> no, I didn't realize that the hair was larger, bigger. Oh, okay. Than a rabbit. I don't think I realized that either. Well, you know, once you take the foot off, it's kind of hard to tell. It's uh, <laughs> hard to measure. Anyway, so yeah, so people thought, well, not people, like, well, yeah, people did. Um, people thought that the rabbits, because they spent so much time underground, mm-hmm. had like some special connection with gods and spirits, and so they had that magical connection, and so that's what they wanted the feet. Huh? Uh, yeah. So, but um, I also thought this was interesting. Now, this was a new word for me, but okay. they said the rabbit's foot um, is a phallic symbol, and uh, <laughs> so it's P H A L L. Familiar with that word? I bet you are. Sorry, I don't know why I said that. I knew a girl who looked just like me said that. She died. <laughs> Killed by her podcast host. So yeah, it, it had a phallic. It was a phallic symbol. Phallic. P-H. Not like fat, but like fa- Not like, you know. So anyway. I'm so tempted like, to make puns right now, but I'm just not going Why do you think to. I'm telling? Oh, come on. You're, just, no. you're, you're not up for it? No. <laughs> So yeah, phallic symbol it represented good luck and uh, increased fertility. Okay, <laughs> shocker. Yeah. Um, it, wow. Oh, oh, and a bountiful harvest. Okay. So, okay. If, if you're sowing seeds, you know what I mean. <laughs> I think this is a good time to move on to the next one. So, I was curious as oh, so. to why. Um, what do they say about breaking a mirror? Bad luck. Seven years. Seven bad years. Luck. Bad luck. So, why do you think that is? Uh, um, it's a mess to clean up. <laughs> well, that's true. You could cut yourself. Yeah. Um, this actually goes back to the ancient Romans. They believed that mirrors contained fragments of our souls. And it it signifies breaking someone's health or well-being. And they also believed that souls regenerated every seven years. So that's where it came from. Oh. Isn't that interesting? So breaking a mirror, seven years bad luck, because that's long. how long it takes a soul to regenerate. But if I break a mirror, I have a bunch of souls that are... I, I didn't... It reminds me of like the Terminator, like when the little silver <laughs> stuff all globs up together. Huh. Yeah. So that's where that comes from. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the expression knock on wood? I have heard of the expression Do you know what the Brits call wood. it? No. Touch wood. Touch wood. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so knock on wood. So I read a couple things, but one of them is... Uh, I was going to say the Celtics, but that is not correct. <laughs> This is nothing They're a fantastic to do with the basketball team. Though. Yes. But the, the, I guess it's Celtic culture? Celtic. Yeah. yeah. So the Celtics uh, believed the Celtic, <laughs> holy hell. 
The Celtics. Celtics? Celtic. Maybe you should do this one. <laughs> the Celtic culture believed that spirits and God reside. The spirits and gods resided yes. in trees, and oh. so they, if they were knocking on them, that's like you're rousing them to ask for protection. Oh my gosh! And I help. didn't know that. Yeah, but then it, the so I told you the Brits call it Touchwood, and there was one person that said it was. Uh, There's a game called Tiggy Touchwood, and it's what? a it's a game of tag. Huh. And so if the players were touching wood. They were immune. Like, it's kind of like, what do you call it? Safe, you know, like when yeah. you touch something like home base or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. So, Tiggy Touchwood was a game, and in, in, uh, if the players were touching <laughs> wood, cool. yeah. So, huh. Touchwood or Knock on Wood. Knock on Wood. That's interesting. I like the um, the basketball version better, though. Yes. Like, the- you know, it makes sense. Like, I'm knocking and asking for help. Something else that I found interesting was traditions around sneezing. Okay, so what do you typically say when someone sneezes? Kuskui. Ooh, what is... Well, it's Japanese for evil. It's my, my grandma used to say it means... Because the Japanese, they believe that when you sneeze, you're expelling the evil spirits. Uh-huh. So my grandma would say, kuskui, which means eat. Oh, oh. Yeah. My. Eat. So like, she was saying that to the evil spirits? As they left, yeah. That is... This has taken a turn I did not expect. Okay, sorry. So the question <laughs> no, is, what, what do you no. say when someone sneezes? You say, cover your mouth, or like... <laughs> you or say, like, do it you in your s- elbow. Yeah, you snotted on me. <laughs> Again. Well, usually, most people say... Bless you, or God bless you. Okay. And you're right, though. It, it's um, there, the ancient belief that somebody could sneeze out their soul, and that there was it was considered a risky activity. Sneezing was considered a risky activity. <laughs> they won't insure you if you sneeze. And interestingly <laughs> enough, the ancient Romans and Greeks also believed that yawning was a risky activity because it it welcomed um, it, it affected the soul and it. Like when you sneeze, part of your soul left and you couldn't get it back. What if you sneezed onto a mirror so hard that you broke it? <laughs> Seven years of God bless you. Yeah. So there you go. See, now I actually always heard that when you sneeze, your heart stops a little bit. It's, I've heard that too. Yeah, so I've people are like, too. God bless you. Oh, you're still alive? Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. That's yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> good for you. Congratulations. But I know a girl who looked just like you who sneezed and she died. Got it all over the mirror. <laughs> that was it. All right, what's another one that you have? Um, black cats. Ah, black So cats. did you know in Japan, a black cat crossing your path is good luck? Really? Yeah. And then I, I guess the, it's just the Western, Western Christian society is when they kind of associate the, pla- the black cat with doom. And the cat was actually an associate of Satan. So he was oh, goodness. Around. Yeah. It's that, like a little demon. That got dark. Yeah. That, <laughs> that took a turn. But in Scotland, black cats at a wedding are a sign of future children. Or black cats on your doorstep are a sign of future prosperity. Hmm. Yeah, and in the Scandinavian mythology, black cats pulled the chariot of the goddess of fertility. There's the whole fertility thing again. Yeah. We're, we're back to that. Yeah, just <laughs> circled the girth and came right back around. <laughs> I knew you'd be up for it. So, yeah. All right, what have you heard about walking under a ladder? Don't do it. Bad luck. Bad luck? I don't know if it's seven years, though. I, yeah, I don't know that there's a time constraint on the bad luck. Uh, do you know where that tradition comes from? Mm-mm. Why should we not walk under ladders? Probably something to do with triangles. It is something to do with triangles. Geometry? Very good. It's actually, no, it goes back to the Christianity and the doctrine of the Trinity. So it's oh, the okay. Father, Son, Father, Holy. Son, Holy Spirit. And so they believe that because the Trinity is, can make a triangle, that the triangle is sacred. And when a ladder leans against a wall, it forms a triangle shape. And walking under the ladder could be seen as breaking the Trinity. 
Wow. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> and so, so I'm I, I would be afraid a ladder would fall on me. That's probably why well, I I'm a superstitious person. Like, there's been times when I've, like, oh, like almost stepped, and I've backed out. You know, like, <laughs> well, good. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> and while you were doing it, you broke the mirror you were holding, a black cat crossed your path, and, and you lost sne- your rabbit's foot. I and sneezed. <laughs> I sneezed on the black cat, knocked his foot off. <laughs> I don't know. It's a wonder you're still alive because I knew a girl who looked just like you who did the same thing and, and she she's died. died. <laughs> she's dead. Happy Friday the 13th. Happy Friday the 13th. I got a question everybody. for you. Do you know what the fear of the number 13 is called? It's a big long word that starts with T. I, I've seen the word, but I don't know that I can pronounce it. Triskaidekaphobia. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that Say word. Say it again. Triskaidekaphobia. See, I think that'd be fear of Triscuits. It is. <laughs> Only 13, <laughs> 13 Well, I remember as a teenager, the first time we were on vacation, I think at Myrtle Beach or something. That was it, your first vacation? No. As a teenager? No, 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 no. Let me go somewhere you, with this. The first time I ever noticed the 13 button being missing in an elevator was when I was in a teenager and we were staying at some condo or was hotel. Was the button missing or just like there was like a there light was there? No, but no, that we went 12, 14. Oh, yeah, that's different. And I... I didn't know that that, that, but I'm thinking like, isn't the 14th floor really the 13th floor? Yeah. Why? Shh, don't tell anybody. Who are we? Not everybody's that smart. <laughs> Say the word one more time. Not smart. No, not that one. Tris- Phallic. Trisket. <laughs> what word? You have to be more Trisket phobia. Specific- <laughs> Never heard of it. Triskaidekaphobia. Triskaidekaphobia. That's a good word. That's a, that's, that's a power word that's right there. That's good stuff right there. Triskaidekaphobia. Well, happy Friday the 13th, everybody. Moi. Uh, nope. <laughs> I don't know why. I, just, I love that laugh. <laughs> well, I think it is the perfect time for a gratitude quote. Yeah. Here is a gratitude quote by Andra Day. I think gratitude is a big thing. It puts you in a place where you're humble. I'm going to say it one more time. For, for the, the people, people in, in the, the back, back, I think gratitude is a big thing. It puts you in a place where you're humble. And that's a quote by Andra Day. Well done, Andra. Thanks, Andra. Sweet. Well, I wish you all the best on your Friday the 13th. Yes. Don't walk underneath a black cat and uh, <laughs> grab a rabbit's foot Don't and break throw a ladder. against a window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't shatter a ladder. No that's ladder right. shatters. No ladder shatters. And then uh, here's to the 14th for you. you there know? you go. So I will say be thankful. Keep laughing and stay positive. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. The Mo and Katie Show has been recorded in front of a live canine audience. Our theme song is It Is Fun by HookSounds.com. The Mo and Katie Show is produced by Mo and Katie. Our sound engineer is Mo and Katie. Our producer is Mo and Katie. Hair, makeup, lighting, and catering by, you guessed it, Mo and Katie. For comments, suggestions, and smart remarks, visit the Mo and Katie Show Facebook page or email us at moandkatieshow at gmail.com.